Welcome to the Empowering Midlife Wellness Podcast, where we talk about everything to do with midlife women's wellness and creating the best second half of life. I'm your host, Dr. Susan Hardwick-Smith. I'm a board-certified gynecologist, certified menopause practitioner and hormone replacement specialist, as well as an ICF-certified life and leadership coach and lots of other things. So if you want to check me out and learn about my private practice and other offerings, my website is www www.drsusan.com. That's D-R-S-U-S-A-N.com. It's my commitment to stay neutral by not accepting advertising dollars from sponsors. So all of these episodes are offered freely. And the best way that you can help this podcast is to share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and also keep in mind this is simultaneously posted in video format on YouTube, where you can find me by searching for Dr. Susan Hardwick-Smith. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. And I'm back with our favorite life coach, Meg Ellis, who is owner of Phoenix 8 Consulting here in Houston. And she, as you know from having been here multiple times before, is a conscious life coach, which is an amazing thing. Yes, and I'm so excited to be back with everyone today. So thank you for having me. Well, I wanted to talk to you about something that's really pertinent right now because it's the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you and I were talking about just a couple of things about Thanksgiving. And I'm really very aware of the fact that Thanksgiving is so different for so many people, mm-hmm. right? We've got this idea of this magical family that we're supposed to have and everything's supposed to have this lovely turkey and everything. Right. So this ideal picturesque perfection of Thanksgiving. Right. But for most people, it's not that way. I certainly, right. for me, it's not that way. And I know for most of my patients, it's not that way. And so how do we get through Thanksgiving with joy and gratitude and not get stuck in the wishing it was different? Because yes. for sure, my experience is whenever I'm wishing something was different, that is the primary source of our suffering, isn't it? Yeah. Well, something I, I, I've heard you say is happiness can only be enjoyed in the present. So appreciating what you have in that present moment rather than wishing it was something else. And it's funny that we're talking about this day because it's literally the day that we have dedicated to being grateful and grateful and appreciating everything, right? We had this big idea of Thanksgiving. Let's be, let's be grateful for everything, but really ask yourself, what has your Thanksgiving turned into? It's either, uh, you know, on one end of the pendulum, it's this idea that everything has to be perfect and go perfectly and and look so amazing and, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and comparing to everybody else, or it's wishing that you had some something that somebody else has so much disappointment yeah so what i've been dealing with this week myself personally and a lot of my patients have been telling me the same thing all kinds of levels of disappointment so um, i love the saying there's a saying that one of my teachers has whenever we're feeling disappointed what expectation is sponsoring this disappointment like some Mm. expectation that something should have been different so Let's just talk about my case, for example, and this is not unusual. I've got teenagers. Some of them are not going to come home. Some of them might. They might be with their friends. They're certainly not going to be all gathered around the table telling me what a fantastic parent I am. They may not even be here at all. And so I could spend the entire week being disappointed about how terrible that's going to be and dreading it. But then going back to what she said, this is the one day of the year that we have dedicated to being grateful. Mm -hmm. And so... What are we missing there and how could we possibly get that back 
on track? Yes. Well, that's the that's the magic question, right? Um, I think it's just really it's putting consciousness into the day, right? I'm a conscious life coach, and yeah. a lot of times we just get on autopilot of, oh, this is what Thanksgiving should be, oh, right? The shoulds, the shoulds, yeah. right? You have a shitty Thanksgiving <laughs> because um, you just you, should all over yourself, you, right? Yeah. You ruined everything, <laughs> but you have an idea of what it should be based on you know, what it used to be mm -hmm. or what it could have been right. or what somebody else has. Right. And it's really just take it for what it is and, and set an intention of, I am going to be thankful for whatever my Thanksgiving looks like, you know? And I, I know that sounds, it, it sounds like I might think it's easier, you know, said than done, but, um, it is easier said than done. It's difficult. I remember my first, you know, I, I had all the family Thanksgivings growing up. They were all the same. And it was a family and you look back and everything was great. Everyone was together. And then I shifted into my first Thanksgiving being divorced. Yeah. And that looked completely different. And now, you know, five years later, it looks completely different. And the, the last thing that we want to do is lose our happiness in the moment and for what our present moment is, because we're tied to what we think happiness should continue to be or what it could have been, or like I said, should have been. Right, and that's something, actually I came up for this idea of talking to you about this when we were doing a soul cycle class, because mm -hmm. my teacher is soul cycle, and, and something you said, now I probably will misquote it, but the, the, the gist of it was that if we're, missing what's in front of us because we're wishing for our happiness to be different rather than just accepting or just absorbing what's around us. I mean, what, what a shame that is like that, that happiness is available to anybody. Now, granted, if you live in the Ukraine and you're having bombs dropped on you, that's a little bit more difficult, but let's just assume that none of us are in that situation. Happiness is actually available to all of us right now. I, maybe it isn't the way you wished it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my kids are not all here and uh, not married and all the blah, 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 things mm -hmm. that could have been different. But right now I'm basically okay. There's nothing wrong right now. The only thing wrong is what I'm wishing was different from the past or the future. And yeah. another thing you said, which was interesting, is you know when we imagine the Thanksgivings of the past? <laughs> yes. And I, I, I like to do this. Oh, it was so great. Everyone Everybody was, was together. There. <laughs> you know, it wasn't really like that. When you actually remember what right. it was like, it, was I know. Like, it wasn't that great. That's so true. We, we idolize, you know, yeah. it, this idea of what we remember, right? And we have right. to remember our memories trick us, oh, for sure. right? I remember... Um, you know, my, my first year is, you know, being single again and divorced uh, my Thanksgiving. I spent it by myself uh, with my dog. But, yeah. you know, I, I do remember having that that moment where I was, oh, I'm alone. I was mad. I was upset. You know, I was in a different state than my family and just completely had the opportunity to not uh, not look for the happy happiness of the moment mm -hmm. and get caught up on what it used to be, right? Comparing right. it to something that doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And then, you know, but if I were to look back and say, you know what, I hated driving around. I spent the whole day in the car, you know, with um, my soon-to-be ex-husband and we had to fake it in front of everybody, you know, and you're driving to this house and then this house and then this house. And it was not fun. (laughs) But, um, and I love what you said about happiness is available in the present moment. It is. It's, now... I, I don't want to make light of the fact that certain situations make it very difficult to be happy. I mean, there are some very difficult things going on yeah. in the world. But I would just venture to say that those of us who are fortunate enough to have a computer and be watching a, a video on YouTube may not be in that situation. Yeah. Uh, so real suffering exists and real trauma exists, and, and that's true. But with very few exceptions... And even in those situations, I mean, we know about people like Nelson Mandela who found happiness being imprisoned for 20 or more years and other other characters at that level. Uh, We can find happiness inside no matter what our external circumstances are. And none of us are facing those kind of things, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But yes, we can find happiness right now. And the the enemy to happiness really is comparison, isn't it? And there's that that Mm -hmm. wonderful quote that... um, Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. I, think, I think that was attributed to Theodore Roosevelt, but I absolutely love that because I, I do this myself. I'm sitting the other day thinking about some of my friends who are still married to their original husband and they've got three kids and maybe they've got some grandparents coming over and everything just looks so lovely. It's probably not that great at their house, honestly, if you could be a fly on the wall. Right. right? It's what we see yeah. on the, you know, the outside movie reel, yeah. right? Literally a reel. Um, They've got problems. Too. Right. Nobody, but nobody puts that up. And then That's we not, have our memories tricking us at the yeah. same time. You're, you're you don't so put right. that on your Christmas card picture. But there's yeah. not a family in the world that doesn't have struggles. And mm-hmm. honestly, if there is a family in the world that doesn't have struggles, I'm so happy for them that they're having that. So there's another part that I love about the self-awareness journey of being able to have joy for other people's joy. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. if you've got this beautiful family and your Thanksgiving truly is perfect and that's a rare thing. I'm so happy for you. What an amazing mm-hmm. yeah. thing. So I, I can have happiness for you also, mm-hmm. not just yeah. happiness for myself. Right. Extending that to others and, and extending right. that uh, gratitude because gratitude is, it's, so amazing we've dedicated a day to it, but yeah. even in just personal development and that self-awareness and, and manifesting the life that you you desire, uh, gratitude is huge. It's huge. And so I love that being able to express gratitude for other people. Right. Like you, you can have your own happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a Buddhist concept, actually. You can have your own happiness, and then you can have 7 billion other people's happiness <laughs> as well. Yeah, which is a pretty cool idea, but we get pretty stingy about happiness, don't we? We don't really right. want to extend that to other people because it makes yeah. us feel like we don't have enough. But there really is enough to go around. So mm-hmm. what if you're in this big group like like me and maybe like you who we're not going to have this traditional family Thanksgiving because we are divorced and, and our families are split up all around the country. So you and I are actually going to go to Soul Cycle on Thursday. We are, right? yes. So <laughs> if you happen to live in Houston, Meg is teaching this crazy 90 minutes. (laughs) Yes, it's called Turkey Burn. So it's a double soul cycle class. So that's a super fun way to start the day. And then who knows what we're going to do after that, but we're going to do something fun and it's not going to be traditional and it's not going to be what we might have expected. But is that inherently worse? I I just think that, you know, if we put those judgments on things, it's really 
sticky and it's just yeah. not true. I guess a story. It's a story. We have the story that different is bad. Right. Different but is not bad. Why? I guarantee you half the people who are going to traditional family dinner would cut off their red arm and be able to do <laughs> our Thanksgiving, which is hanging out by ourselves, having a good time yeah. with friends. And but, so that's like, so true. <laughs> you mean if you when you're looking at these, you know, picturesque perfection holiday, you know, extravaganzas with a perfect family. Um, and then you look at what you're doing, you have to just, just the way that you might be looking at somebody's picture and say, Hey, I wish I was in that picture. Right. Somebody out there is doing the same thing That's right. with your picture That's right? right? and yeah. finding, Hey, their happiness is where their happiness is in that picture. And your happiness is with you in your picture. So stop looking at their picture saying, Hey, I wish my happiness looked like this. Look in your own picture and say, where can I find happiness here? Right. Right. Because happiness is available. And if you set the intention on Thanksgiving of all days, yeah. hey, uh, my intention is to find happiness and gratitude in my picture right here. So let's just talk about that for a second. So we created this day or somebody did a long time ago as a day that is actually dedicated to gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I, I will just say that most of us don't do that. I certainly didn't do that. I, I mean, my Thanksgiving was so far removed from dedicating it to gratitude. It was about getting everything looking right, having mm -hmm. dinner cooked just so, making sure the turkey wasn't burned, making sure the kids were well behaved completely removed from the idea that it was a day dedicated to gratitude. Yeah. Honestly, similar to what Christmas has turned into, where it's all right. about presence and not about the original intent. So wouldn't it be great? And we're just going to set you this challenge. And we're I love a good challenge. Challenging <laughs> ourselves with it. Yes. To set an intention that the entire day on Thursday is actually dedicated to gratitude. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be amazing? And, and that does not matter where you are. You could be by yourself. Mm -hmm. You could be with your big family. You might be hanging out with a friend. You could be watching football on TV. But if you could stop at least once an hour and remind yourself to do a gratitude inventory, mm -hmm. and I love to do that. Gratitude yeah. inventory is just stopping and thinking about all the things I'm grateful for. And when I do that, it's, it's almost like watching a movie reel of my life. Like all yeah. the people, wow, what about my mom and my teacher and my friend and then this other person and that is such an incredible way to break our negativity bias yes and and what a better day to do it than on the day that we dedicated to do this on. <laughs> right we're not waiting until january 1st <laughs> right. for this we are starting on thanksgiving so join us in this challenge i, I love yeah. a, i love a good challenge and mm -hmm. just knowing that other people are out there doing the same thing we're all doing this together because you know as a conscious life coach i work a lot with mindset and i will say 10 out of 10 times, you will find what you look for. That's right. Yeah. You will find what you look for. I'll say it again. And if you look for the reason that something got messed up or, or some reason to be upset with how your day is going, you're going to find it. Oh, sure. Yeah. You, and you I will. <laughs> lots of Thanksgivings I've woken up. Oh, God, this is going to suck and it's going to be terrible. And, and it is. <laughs> because, right, because you you yeah, make it right your you brain looks it. for ways right. to support that yeah. so if you could look for the gratitude and the happiness in every single moment and that's not saying hey let me pick out the most perfect moment of this past hour right here's a here's a bonus points challenge right even if something goes wrong how can you find gratitude for that right right i am i burned this really big turkey but at the same time i can be 
I'm so filled with gratitude that I needed a turkey this size because I have 20 friends and family members coming over, I right? Have food to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can break it down as small as you want to. I've got mm -hmm. air that is generally clean to breathe in and out. I mean, you could take your gratitude inventory as far as you want to, but we made a day for gratitude. It's called Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Let's change the way we look at Thanksgiving as being such an awful, stressful day where all kinds of bad shit's going to happen or it's or not as good as it used to all be. The things, or yeah. Now the kids are not coming or my ex-husband is this and that or my maybe my parents have died. I mean, there's a lot of grief around things not being the way they used to be. But if we can set an intention to be grateful all day, wouldn't that just make everything better? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do it. Yes. And we'll start with you and I, and, and then all of y'all. Yep. And all the people who you want to share that with too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so tell, tell your friends about it. Let's have a, a, a gratitude. Uh, it'll be like a virus that spreads. All yeah. It's a little ripple and, and we'll see yeah. how, we'll see how far we can spread it. Which <laughs> seems a little unnecessary and ironic on Thanksgiving because we all should be doing that anyway. But I promise you, I wasn't. Doing it's it's easy to get caught up in the yeah. shoulds and the comparison and everything that you don't have. But uh, again, another mindset concept is let's focus on what we do have, mm -hmm. what we are grateful for, not what we don't want and what we don't have. Right. Right. Yeah. And what we do have is a lot. Mm -hmm. You woke up, you're a human being, you're breathing. Everything else is just extra really, mm -hmm. isn't it? So. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, let's enjoy the day being grateful. If you want to start it at Soul Cycle, if you live in Texas, at Soul Cycle River Oaks, and your class starts at? It's 8.30. 8:30. I thought it was 9.30, but it's 8.30. Okay, well, I'm glad you're going to show up on time. I will be there at 8.30. If you want to sign up for this, you better do it now because it's selling out fast. So we'll be there yes. for an hour and a half, and what an amazing way to start the day, or however you start your day. I hope that you start it with remembering to be grateful because that's what the day's all about. Mm -hmm. And if you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe. We're going to share Meg's information below. If you want to experience conscious life coaching one-on-one -on -one with Meg, you can do that through her website below. And then just a little plug for a retreat that we're doing in yes. May, May 5th. I'm grateful for the chance to do this with you. Yes, yeah, so there'll be a link to that below. Uh, Meg and I, as well as a host of other amazing women, are uh, doing an incredible retreat in May and Austin next year. We'll put the information for that below and we can talk about all this stuff for three days and the luxury oh, yes. of the Mirabal Austin Resort and Spa oh, in I Texas. Wait. I cannot wait to see you next week. Mm -hmm.